Well, hello from Dolly Parton's Dream More Resort Hotel here in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Uh, Carrie and I are here, and I gotta say, I am pleasantly surprised by virtually everything. High quality, great prices, and if you were to close your eyes and wake up here, you'd think you're at a Disney resort. Well, let's talk about the resort first. It's a fairly new resort, just a couple of years old, the Dream More. And seriously, this the, the, the service level for the most part, the cleanliness and the way it's designed is reminds me of virtually any Disney resort that you could stay at on property in Orlando. Very much four-star quality between the theming, the rooms, the size of the rooms. I've really taken into account that they are marketing to families. Even our room, we're in a king room, plus we also have bunk beds. So easily could accommodate a family of four if needed. Yeah, I would say this room could be comparable to something you might find at, say, like a Great Wolf Lodge with the bunk beds. And there's some Disney properties that have bunk beds too, don't they? Absolutely. And the price point here, we were sitting at probably the upper 100s to the low 200s this same room at a disney property in the same time of the year probably closer to three 350 a night so well worth the value and a great pool area as well and that's one of the things that that i've noticed is since we've been traveling for you know let's just say since 99 just even since 99 the level of theming the level of service the level of accommodations have really really been fairly high all across the board i mean just a a few years ago it would be like disney was the high standard when it came to family vacations or theme park hotels and then even the stuff at universal was not great and the service level was not great and obviously things have changed at universal and i think this is an example of how high the bar has been set because this is now on par with with his with something you'd find anywhere Oh, yeah, and the attention to detail. Even the things like having uh, Dolly's logo on each of the lamps. And they've done a good thing by doing a split bathroom, much like Disney does in their cruise ships. They have the water closet separate from where the shower and the sink is, so multiple people can get ready at the same time before they go out and spend their day at the park. And uh, like you mentioned, it is it is pretty affordable. As you drive up and down Parkway, which is sort of like I drive here in Pigeon Forge, the main drag, you'll see a lot of hotels, and it is there's a lot of hotels that are very affordable, and I'm sure some of them are fine and some of them uh, not so fine. But I would recommend staying here, one, because you do get a lot for the money. It's a very nice atmosphere. There's a lot of amenities. The pool is very nice. And also, you get the uh, the time saver pass for the theme park. That's an excellent value. If you think about what you would have to spend to, say, stay at a Universal hotel that doesn't include Universal Express, it's usually a good extra $70 to $85 per person per day to do that. Plus, this hotel, I was surprised they don't even charge for parking, which is a real rarity in the day of age of, of you know theme park hotels. They nickel and dime you for everything. We took their shuttle. We were over at the park in just a couple minutes, and we got to go to front of the line at, I think it was close to a dozen attractions as well as three shows. I like the shuttle. The shuttle is very quick. Um, sometimes, you know, the Disney properties are so large that it takes a while to get somewhere. But here, it's probably the best way to go. And not only is it does it leave, you know, every 15, 20 minutes from the resort, it's a quick drive to get to either Splash Country, the water park, or get to Dollywood. 
and they even take you to a special side entrance, which I would imagine when it's busier is probably a, a great convenience. Very much so. Uh, you don't have to wait in the big long queue first thing in the, mor- in the morning. Plus, if you're here on a Saturday and you're staying at the Dream More, you get in an hour earlier prior to the general public, which is another excellent feature to hit some of those key rides more and more. Before we get to Dollywood, I want to talk about Dolly's Splash Country, the water park. It's not the biggest water park in the world, and it's not dramatically different from from any other water park you've ever been to, but I will say this, I loved so many of the water park slides. Oh, that new roller co- water roller coaster that they have was fantastic. I'm going to remember that experience for a very long time. And we've been on a lot of water roller coasters, including on cruise ships. We've been to the Schlitterbahn. We've been to the ones at, uh, at Disney parks, uh, the Disney water parks. And yeah, this is probably the best water roller coaster we have ridden. I, I loved it. And the price point, again, really inexpensive, affordable from everything from the cost of renting a cabana to even something like a locker rental, they're really taking into consideration the price point that they need to be at for their market of being the southern area and a lot of driving distance clients. I've been noticing all the people in the area for the most part, they've all driven here for their family vacation. And the new Bubba Tub, the new family raft slide that they have this year. That was crazy. Oh my gosh, that (laughs) one was so fast. Granted, it was three adults and a very small child, so we went flying down full speed ahead, but we laughed the whole way. And I love the the waterfalls that you see when you come in and get on the lazy river. Uh, Like I said, all the slides were fast and fun. I rode the new uh, racers slide where you go head first down on a mat, and that's pretty fun if you want to race somebody. So I was a big fan of the water park. It's not the biggest one. And it's certainly not the most inventive, but it's it's a great park, and some of the slides are really fast and fun. I find that today uh, maybe people are lawsuit happy or they try to appeal to all ages that a lot of the slides can be really just kind of dull and boring, but I found a lot of them to be fast and really and thrilling. And they have a new feature here, much like Universal is doing with their... Uh, wristband to come back at a later time they have a similar thing here which is their express pass so you can cut down your time depending on what price point you pay to either half your time to whatever the wait time I heard the girl experience it yesterday and she said if it was an hour in line then you could come back after a half an hour and cut your time for just $20 and that's good throughout the length of your your visit for the day at the park so on a really busy day I think that could be an excellent value as well Speaking of value, one thing that they did at the water park and at Dollywood, which I think is nice, is they will let you bring in one beverage per person in your party. Correct. So we brought in a Coke and a water or a Diet Coke or whatever. We each had one, and I think that is tremendous. But not only that, and this is something that they advertise. This isn't even a secret. Uh, They told us this as we were riding in on the shuttle that if you want to go up to someone at one of the refreshment stations, one of the snack bars, or a restaurant and ask for a free cup of water, they'll give you a free cup of ice water. So That's you a 16 ounce cup of water, not one of those little Dixie cups of water. Yeah, you're not getting like a NyQuil cup. You're getting a 16 ounce cup of water, which is what a tremendous thing to do, considering how many other parks just <laughs> nickel and dime you. <laughs> that is one of the things about Dollywood and Pigeon Forge 
that I really like is the value is there, and not only is the value there, but you're not sacrificing cleanliness, you're not sacrificing friendliness by the, the staff. Uh, I think it's a tremendous value. So, I mean, Disney is great. Everybody loves Disney, and maybe that's part of the problem is that everybody loves Disney because they're very crowded, and Disney, of course, is the gold standard, so it can charge a pretty penny for a lot of things. If if for some reason that price is a little high, the Disney prices are a little high, maybe you have a, a large family or maybe the crowds are getting to you like I think they are to a lot of people, I think that for a family vacation, if you want theme parks and you want those traditional summer activities, I would look at Pigeon Forge and look at Dollywood. Our three-day pass, which we could hop at either Dollywood or um, the water park, we could go every day, three-day pass, $99. That's essentially what you're paying for a park hopper at Walt Disney at this time for one day. And not only that, but... Like I said, we came here over Memorial Day weekend, and I don't know if it was weather, I don't know if it's the economy, I don't know if just the the summer season hasn't officially started, even though this technically is supposed to be the start of the summer season, but it was not crowded at all the whole time. Which was really nice. We got here on Sunday afternoon, got to the park at 1 o'clock of Memorial Day weekend, and we figured we'd have crowds and busyness and lines not a single line. I think our longest wait was maybe 10 minutes. And that was at the bakery for the cinnamon bread. <laughs> we were talking about Carrie's favorite ride. <laughs> the grist mill. So the grist mill is this bakery. And I kid you not, uh, like every woman in the park was in line for woman, this. Woman, hello, you were there too. I, there were a few men, but it was primarily <laughs> women in the park lined up for the, uh, the delicious carbs of the uh, cinnamon bread. And people were buying it one, two, three loaves at a time and taking it to go with their frosting or their apple butter. Now, we were talking with a couple who were in front of us, and they were saying that one time they were there and it was so busy and so popular that they even limited how many you could buy at a time. Which is crazy to think that you're limited on cinnamon bread, but it's that much of a draw and it's that incredibly good. Yeah, what did it taste like? It tasted like pure heaven. It was like like the world's greatest cinnamon roll, but without the decadence. So most definitely something that we actually bought and we took back to our room and we had it with our coffee each morning for breakfast. It was like the world's greatest elephant ear. And it didn't <laughs> even need the apple butter. Not but, at all. No. Well, you know, you'd been to Dollywood before and this was my first time. And I have to say that... As far as the way it looked and the way it was themed and presented, it was about exactly what I expected. It's it's everything I think that Knott's Berry Farm wants to be and thinks that it is, uh, but isn't. I would compare it maybe to a larger and nicer Silverwood in Idaho. Uh, it's obviously a much larger park than Silverwood, but it's clean. It's very nice. And, you know, Dolly Parton... Uh, you know, based on her brand and her image, everything is based around her Smoky Mountain heritage because this is her home area. And everything in Dollywood is themed around the home and the porch and the family and uh, country living and Tennessee. 
definitely a family focused and you get that you get that feeling as you're watching other people in the park that are enjoying their day and what we really made the big observation is this particular week it's the barbecue and blues bluegrass festival for this particular week we could not get over how many of the guests here were probably age 60 and up that were there to enjoy just the festival it was such a different experience it wasn't strollerville it wasn't all little kids there was a really nice wide variety because people are just coming for the concerts there were six to eight concerts a day and that's what people came to enjoy not necessarily the rides but the food and the entertainment yeah you don't see a lot of large senior groups at say a disney park and you definitely don't see them at a at a six flags for sure never and the other thing is there weren't a large a, a large number of like teenage groups hanging out together there were a few there were a few school groups but by and large you know i didn't see a lot of them there were a ton of families there were a lot of seniors and the the vibe of the park is a little slower people kind of take their time walking around you're not necessarily in a rush and certainly there are some people who are excited i mean it is a theme park after all but just generally speaking i think that the pacing is a little slower than you'll find at disneyland and definitely at more of a thrill park most definitely and one of the things we really enjoyed is just even the ambient music that's playing in the background it was so nice you just kind of felt like you could walk at a slower pace you didn't have to rush there wasn't that sense of i need to hurry to the next attraction because you're enjoying the environment and being set in the smokies it's actually beautiful setting and it also keeps some of the heat off of you with having trees all around you sometimes you can go to theme parks like california adventure is a great example where there's not a lot of shade and you don't feel particularly isolated because there's not that berm around the park but in the smoky mountains with the mountains around you and the high trees you really get lost in the theming and it's it's a beautiful setting for a theme park especially when you're on the top of that new tower and you get a great view 360 view of the great smokies it was beautiful and you can even see dolly's got some cabins for rent as well and they're up at the top of a mountain and they look stunning from a distance i would come back and do that most definitely anywhere from one to four bedrooms and i could see a lot of people that were with larger family groups and that's the perfect way to go uh, talking about the new ride that's called the drop line and again it's it's a typical where they take you all the way up to the top you rotate 365 degrees and they drop you down and it says it gets to 72 miles an hour maybe it does it doesn't feel like it it's not that bad it was much easier the anticipation was scarier than anything on that one but the view is stunning so if you can handle a, a large drop and you're not afraid of heights I would recommend doing it just for the view of Dollywood and the whole area surrounding the Smoky Mountains. It's gorgeous. Yeah, there are some really great rides here. I'm actually really impressed with for the size of the park. The quality of the coasters is is job one. I would say, you know, it doesn't have the most coasters of any park in the world, but I would say its group of coasters are as great as any group I've ridden. I loved every ride we rode, literally. For sure. And what I really liked was even though they were maybe a smaller coaster, they had theming on everything. They really had an attention to detail that I haven't seen in a lot of times. I feel like some of the newer theme parks just want to get the coasters up and get people on them. And they don't take to to heart the details, the small details. And here, oh gosh, the Eagle Coaster was by far my favorite and it was terrifying on the way up but it was so smooth on the whole ride 
And the coaster was beautiful. I don't think I've ever described a roller coaster as beautiful. But when we went to get on it, we both looked at each other and said, what a gorgeous coaster. Yeah, the Wild Eagle. And it is elegant the way it's so smooth. And you ride on two sides. It's, uh, there's two cars on each side of the rail. On each side of the rail. And it's, it's like, so it's like a wingspan. Exactly. And you're on each side of the body of the eagle. And it is so elegant and so smooth, though you do feel like soaring. And the cars are gorgeous because they have these eagle's heads sticking out in between. And again, it's, it's a fantastic ride. Probably my favorite as well, but there were so many great rides. Uh, we, we rode the Mystery Mine today. Speaking of theming, uh, it's themed around, obviously, a, a mine, and the, the cars you ride look like mine cars, but they're about four people across, two, I think it's two rows, two in front, two in mm-hmm. back, with four people across, and you load inside this building that looks like a giant uh, mine building, and there's just so many great details and so many great thrills it's not the smoothest coaster in the world. If it was a little smoother, it probably would have been my favorite. But the the details, and it's just so dramatic and so theatrical. I loved it. It was great. It's terrifying. There's a couple of the hills where you literally are going up the hill, straight up, upside down, and what you think you're going to drop, but then it does a bunch of twists and turns. But it really plays tricks on your mind because a lot of it's in the dark as well. So you don't know where you're going. And it's a tight coaster. It's in a pretty tight space, but you get a good bang for your buck. And like Jim said, I think that if it was a little bit smoother, it would be right up there with my favorite. But it is really well themed. I, I enjoyed it. They also have a great family coaster. Now, family coaster automatically, you think, boring. You 48 think, seconds. You think it's going to be <laughs> slow because it's got to be for the little kids. But it wasn't that slow. It's called the Fire Chaser Express. And it's built around firefighting. There's a whole area that is themed around honoring firefighters. And I think that's that's a great idea for a theme. And I think it can be very appropriate to have, be both fun and honoring firefighters. But the Fire Chaser Express is this family coaster. And... You ride in it, it gets going probably, what, 27, 30 miles an hour? I thought said like 38, somewhere in the range of Space Mountains. And, and it's smooth enough, and so it's fun, really, literally, for the entire family. And I, I don't want to spoil some of, the, some of the highlights from it, but again, it's a great balance of excitement, for, for, but still safe enough and fun enough for the little kids. So I think as far as family coasters... I don't think it gets any better than the the Fire Chaser Express. I just loved how smooth it was. It's been a long time since I've been on a coaster that is that smooth. Because so many of those new coasters, they want to get them cranked out so quickly that I end up feeling like I get rattled around. And I jokingly call them head shakers, where I feel like I'm just getting bounced from side to side. And that one was just, I could have stayed on that one for half an hour and not had any motion issues. It was a lot of fun. I think sometimes also it's maintenance. I think sometimes they don't (laughs) tighten things up. Like, I know the old Hulk coaster, the original one, got it was great in the beginning, the first few years of it, 
And then it just became unrideable because it was so shaky, but they have the new one now. Couldn't wear earrings or else. (laughs) I also enjoyed Thunderhead, which was a great roller, which was the wooden roller coaster. That was terrifying because I've never seen a wooden roller coaster take so many tight turns before and at such big angles. Usually they're just kind of up and down and over and through like a bunch of bunny hops, like you'd find a Colossus at Six Flags Magic Mountain. But that was unlike anything I'd been on before as far as wooden coasters are concerned. We didn't get to ride the hot rod but uh, maybe next time because i think that one was down. was not open they were doing some previews i believe last month we'd read and they were not open yet for this weekend but we'll get there and that one's supposed to take off at like 70 miles an hour the fastest wooden coaster but we'll get there lightning rod i'm lightning. sorry lightning rod lightning rod i also enjoyed even the see i think it was an, it looks like an older coaster but i enjoyed the the tennessee tornado that had a lot oh, of turns that's great. And, and loops and that was the, so i mean as far as roller coasters this is a great roller coaster park most definitely and really you know easy to get around it's a lot of hills you are in the great smokies but you find these nooks and crannies and you wonder how do you get from point a to point b we almost missed an attraction today because of all the nooks and crannies oh we did it was the uh the mountain sidewinder which has got to be a really old ride it's way back looking like some sort of original and we just happened to turn the corner and we saw an off-the-shelf ride and we followed a a trail further up and thought gosh we're gonna miss a miss something if we didn't go up and just thought it was going to be a log toboggan little did we know it is yeah it's sort of like a cross between a toboggan ride and a water slide (laughs) because it's got the uh the the water slide uh, track and then it does have water going down, but it looks like you're riding in a toboggan and you have your clothes on. And these these shells, we'll put up a picture of them, but the shells are old and they look crappy. But I'll tell you what, it adds to the charm of the ride in this classic ride. And you can't see it from anywhere. That's the thing is you start walking up the hill and you keep walking and walking and walking. And finally, literally, you are at the top of the theme park. And what's right next to you is the eagle coaster is right next to it but you would never know that that ride was up there because all you see is the ultimate landing when you're now down closer to the bottom yeah it's in the craftsman area if you go up the hill from the craftsman area it's in a part called owens farm and there's some off-the-shelf rides there but but the uh the, the sidewinder was was a lot of fun i i gotta say i'm really glad that we tried the mountain sidewinder and you do have to walk all the way up the hill to get there <laughs> so if you're not into walking or you have some limitations, you may want to skip this one, but it's a great old ride. If you're a fan of old rides, we recommend the Mountain Sidewinder. And speaking of old rides, uh, Blazing Fury, uh, it's it's a tremendous ride. It must go back to the beginning of the park. It's, it's gotta got be. to. It's got to. So it's an old dark ride, and again, it's themed around firefighters, and it's sort of a, a hybrid roller coaster dark ride. It's almost... Maybe could you compare it to like an early version of almost like uh, Universal's Mummy, where at first, you know, you have a lot of sets that you see and you go through and you see some of the buildings that are on fire and it's telling a story about putting the fires out. And then there are parts where the coaster just takes off. There are a couple of uh, great dips. Dark drops. uh, (laughs) Dark drops along the way. But it's such a great old ride. and, And I'm sure some people will think it's too old and needs to be upgraded and replaced. But it's so charming because it appears to be just in its original state. 
You don't find them like that. Because, again, it's about twice the length of what you would expect a dark ride to be nowadays. And we were so surprised on the attention to detail to think that that ride is at least 30 years old, probably much older, probably back to the original Silver Dollar City, which was the previous name of Dollywood. Dollywood celebrating its 30th anniversary this year. Uh, the Dollywood Express, the, uh, the old coal-fired train, and it is legitimately a coal-fired train that takes you on a ride that lasts about a half an hour. There isn't really much to see. They have some buildings and some facades and, and such. But just being on this old smoky train, and at times it gets really smoky. I mean, it's a real coal train. It's really neat, though. I mean, you do get to go a bit into the Smokies, and you get to kind of the fringe of the park, and it's just not something that you would see anymore. Most environmental people probably would be opposed to it, but it was literally brought down from Skagway, Alaska. It used to be used on the White Pass Yukon Railroad. And I, I it's it takes a little while to get through and to wait in line, but I loved it. I thought it was, uh, it's very charming. Very authentic. I... I loved it. Uh, there was one thing that I did. If there's one thing that I didn't like, it was, what was it called? The Heart Song Theater? Correct. Um, they show a movie there, and it's, I don't know, I just think it needs to be redone because it doesn't really tell the story of Dolly's life. It doesn't really do anything. It's It shows some stock commercial actors doing stock down-home things, whether they're square dancing or going to church or whatever and it just it doesn't do anything and i found the music to be unremarkable and i just i don't know i just didn't like it at all i feel like they could take it up a notch especially when they have one scene where it's raining in the movie and they're dumping water on you in the theater so it's like sprinkling on your head like they're trying to be bugs life or something and be interactive but it was just bizarre to just get wet while sitting in a theater it made no sense yeah it needs to be retooled it needs to have either a narrative or something it just comes across as just generic movie i think it was made at a time before things had gotten to the level that they are now yeah i did that was probably my least favorite thing and a bit blurry <laughs> yeah it, is, it does need to be it does need to be redone and i think that they they could do something better but there's a ton of entertainment as you mentioned uh, you know walking around music is everywhere whether it's uh, classics from dolly or waylon jennings or willie nelson uh, you know, there's also stuff from Bruno Mars playing at times. So, I mean, it really runs the gamut, but it's all, if you love music and appreciate music, I'd say this is your park as well. Oh, most definitely. You could go to multiple shows in a day, plus ride rides, and then have some really unique foods too. And again, I think the theming is tremendous. I mean, it's all, there are different areas, uh, but with maybe the exception of the area Jukebox Junction, it's kind of 50s themed. It all does kind of run together. It's all very country, all very Tennessee, very homespun, very Dolly Parton. But it's all really well done. And while you're over in that area, you can tour Dolly's actual tour bus, which she used on the road for 16 years. And she's recently dedicated it to a previous owner or bus driver. So it's kind of interesting to go on to her actual tour bus that she used for so many years. There's also a replica of the house that Dolly grew up in with her 10 brothers and sisters. <laughs> how that works, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, how they ended up with 10 brothers and sisters in a one-bed house, I don't know, but... That would scar me for life. Uh, and then there's also uh, the Dolly Museum where you can go through and it's a narrative of Dolly's life. 
uh, with costumes and outfits and awards. awards. <laughs> oh my gosh, so many awards and pictures and there's there's videos you can watch. So I mean, if you're a big fan, I, I think again it, it it speaks to not only what a great performer Dolly is and a great songwriter. But I mean, you know, what a what a shrewd businesswoman, and and good for her that she's been able to do this. No, I definitely recommend it. And I hadn't been here in probably fifteen years, so I had vague memories and had it built up in my mind, and I was hoping I wasn't going to be disappointed with what I'd remembered from my last visit. And it was above and beyond. It was much better than I even remembered. One thing that I do like is that you know, with the exception of Dolly Parton, obviously there are no licensed characters here. I mean, you're not going to find a space ride. You're not going to find Guardians of the Galaxy. You're not going to find, you know, the latest characters or superheroes. But that doesn't take away from any of the fun. The rides are all tremendous and all appropriate. I think, like I said, the the coasters I'd put on par with, with any park anywhere. And it's it's clean, the service level. I mean, the staff, I mean, everybody is so friendly. Yeah, and I mean, there are even things like an eagle show. They do a whole thing with the birds of prey. I mean, they really do a lot of things that do cater to the environment here in the Great Smokies. And there's certainly, obviously, Dolly is a woman of faith, and there are some religious aspects to Dollywood. And if that's not your thing, that's fine. But I think that it came across, it comes across as genuine. We've been to some things where it comes across as maudlin and pandering. And at no point did I ever feel like, oh, they're just doing this uh, for for their own reasons. It, it felt appropriate. It was fine. Yeah, it's not like you were, you know, and if you don't want to be around it, you don't need to go tour the church that or the chapel that's here on, on the actual grounds. There's no need to. You can go do something else. There's plenty of other things, but I think they try to encounter and encompass everybody that would be coming to visit this park, every age every religious you're kind of covered for if you want to go to church service they have a service on sunday here you're more than welcome to but if not then go ahead and ride a coaster yeah it's not it's not in your face it's 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 totally fine but uh, like i said it didn't seem like they were they were trying to be something that they weren't uh we we did ride the uh the river ride um that was fine um we didn't get that wet on the boat ride on the low, on the log yeah, ride, now. Ride, yeah. not compared to some of the other water rides today. <laughs> no, they're definitely. But I, I loved Dollywood. I and let's talk a little bit. Last night we went to the, uh, the Dolly's Dixie Stampede dinner show, <laughs> and we had wanted to do this in Orlando for years, and we never did. And I'm so glad we finally did it, and I'm glad we did it here in Pigeon Forge. Yeah, gotta go to the original as opposed to the one that is now closed in Orlando, which is also now a Forever 21 store, I believe. It's so crazy <laughs> that that big building's Forever 21. So the show is everything you would expect. There's there's horse racing and horse riding. Buffaloes. There's <laughs> buffaloes and there's chickens and, and there's longhorns <laughs> and longhorns and you know there's dancing and singing and comedy, of course, country comedy, and it's a, it's a tremendous show. I really enjoyed the pre-show. Actually, they take you into kind of a a main bar area and you sit down and you grab a beverage and. They had three performers, including Dolly's personal banjo player, who was with her for so many years touring, and they were excellent. I mean, I would highly recommend it just for the pre-show because the quality, and it wasn't just, you know, like 
old timey time music. They were singing Justin Timberlake. I was amazed. It was a fun show. Those guys are really talented and a, a great way to start the show. And the food was fine. The chicken was good. The soup was good. No utensils. Eat with your hands. <laughs> yeah, eat everything with your hands, which is kind of funny because they gave you a pork loin, and that's kind of weird. Uh, the pork loin is a little dry. Wasn't a big fan of that, but everything else was pretty good. I've never eaten half a potato by hand before, but I'm open to it. You'll eat a potato anyway. <laughs> exactly. Love potatoes. <laughs> uh, but they give you a little game hen, which is roasted, and that was delicious. And they bring by the, the beverages are plentiful. They got Pepsi products. You can get tea, unsweetened tea, water, whatever you need. Yeah, I think it was an excellent thing. We've done quite a few dinner shows. Just we always try to experience them just for the fun of it. And it was like going to a medieval times, but on a smaller scale. And I actually enjoyed it much more because sometimes I think some of those arenas get so big that you can't see too much. And even though we didn't purchase the premium tickets, we still had great viewing areas. And the price was good. The price was excellent. I think that we paid with since we're staying at the Disney's or at the Dolly's Dream War Hotel, I think we paid forty four ninety nine per person, which was an excellent price. And I also think that the Master of Ceremonies was fantastic at the show. He had a great voice. And also there was one of the writers, one of the stunt writers, the horse riders, was a woman who said she was from Seattle. Yeah, which we'd be interested to see where she's actually from in the Washington area, but it would have been fun to talk to her. Right, like what, Monroe, Puyallup? I would guess something yeah. central. Yeah, something like that. But Anyway, that was kind of neat. There was a shout out to Seattle. It's a, it's a fun competition on one side of the room, one side of the arena is the north and the other side is the south and it's funny because obviously we're here in tennessee so i would imagine that most of the people in the audience are from the south so even so you boo and cheer and boo and cheer and when they announced that you're from the north there were even people obviously unhappy with that that booed the side that they were on yeah but it was still fun and you actually when you call to make the reservations you can choose your side so if you really want to sit in one side you can we just chose the north since we live in the north but it was it was a lot of fun so they do a competition that goes back and forth and you they keep score and spoiler alert at the end it's a tie <laughs> well now you ruined it way to go <laughs> it's a tie and we're all supposed to appreciate that we all come together from these great united states of america so it's a it's a lesson and a and a message of unity they do a neat job with the screen even behind the set, which I'm kind of getting tired of screens at most attractions, but they did a nice job here. And then they were also interactive with some of their displays. They had things coming out of the ceiling and just it was a, it was a nice combination. They had kids come down from the audience to do chicken chasing and a lot, a lot of audience participation too. Yeah, it's a very entertaining show. And for $44 to get a ton of food, all you can drink beverages, and then... You know, a show of that caliber for so long, what a tremendous value. Yeah, I think we were there two and a half hours. That was a pretty good deal. It was a great deal. I, there's, I don't believe they serve alcohol there in any way. It didn't seem like it. It seemed like all the beverages that they were serving, even though they were in like a Slurpee machine, I believe were probably all non-alcoholic. I know going up to the bar at the pre-show, they had no alcohol there, so I'm pretty sure they didn't offer you any alcohol in the dining area either. Yeah, but you got to have a Coke in a boot cup. How <laughs> who, who doesn't love a boot cup? Who doesn't want to drink from a boot? Um, let's talk a little bit about Pigeon Forge itself and Parkway, which is the main drag, sort of like the equivalent of I Drive. Um, wow. <laughs> you know, wow. Right now, it's overwhelming. And just imagine as this area becomes more and more developed, it's going to, it already can give I Drive a run for its money. 
or you know if you want to talk about the strip in las vegas or whatever there's so much stuff we i don't know how many mini golf courses there are we lost count at 15 there are a lot of mini golf there's uh a you know, probably eight or so arcades. At least ten racetracks for go-karts. <laughs> there is, you know, a bunch of family fun centers with, like, bumper boats or what have you. There's also different, uh, like, midway, like a zip fair line. midway, zip lines. Those things that shoot you way up into the air and those <laughs> cages, which I will never go on in, in my whole life, ever. Uh, but any sort of family attraction is there. They've got the the escape rooms, and they've got a wax museum. Titanic museum with the replica of the Titanic just parked there on Parkway. The Wonderworks, of course, and there's a Hard Rock, and there's a Margaritaville, and there's a Dick's Last Resort. So, I mean, anything's there. And the big Ferris wheel that every place has to have now. Everybody's got to have a big wheel now, don't they? Yeah, and a good outlet mall. So between Sevierville and Pigeon Forge, and then if you head up the hill another mile, then you're in Gatlinburg, where you get even more so. So you've got three essential towns in one that have just about every chain restaurant and thing you can think of in terms of tourism that you could do. I thought it was kind of cute though. I really did like the outlet mall. That's a big outlet mall with a lot of a lot of different stores. Oh, that was yeah, and it's a Tanger outlet mall, so it's it's really all good branded things and the prices are really reasonable. Again, we're in the south and I'm a big shopper and I still think the prices are so much lower here than I do when we're back at home in the northwest. So if you are thinking about, you know, Orlando or Anaheim or what have you for a family vacation and maybe the price point is a little bit more than you want to spend, I think that you can get a very similar experience for a fraction of the cost coming here to Pigeon Forge. And there's, it's great. I think it's, I'm very pleased. I think the experience is very comparable. Yeah, and I think it's fairly easy to get here. I mean, you can either, if you live in the South, obviously you could just drive to, because it doesn't seem to be much further than anything would be driving to, say, Florida. But we're, it's a half an hour from Knoxville, half hour, 40 minutes driving from Knoxville for your closest airport. Or we flew into Nashville, which took us about three hours, three hours, 45 minutes. And it was a piece of cake. For us, it was easier to do a nonstop flight, so we are gonna we chose Nashville as an option. But there's enough options that if you are needing to fly from someplace else, you can easily get in and out of here. But I would guess 80% of the people here have probably all done self-drives. I am a big fan. I think that as far as value goes, I think as far as excitement and the uh, different, different venues for entertainment, for food, for music, for everything, I definitely can't wait to come back. Oh, for sure. I mean, and we've already talked about next time we'll probably start from probably a different direction. We want to go to Asheville. We realized we're less than an hour from Asheville right now, and that's on my list of places I want to go. So we'll probably start from here and then head north because we're always on the search for yet another theme park, and we're not too far from the next grouping of them. They also have, uh, they, they're open for Christmas. They do holiday displays. Holiday displays, a holiday parade, and they do other holiday attractions, which will be fun to do. And I guess they go all out for the holidays here. Which reminds me, that big Christmas store that was on Parkway. That was fantastic. You couldn't believe it. We just kept going. You thought we were in four stores and it was all the same store. Room after room after room after room. <laughs> room of Department 56. They had Disney, they had Dr. Seuss, they had the Vacation movie, they had Harley Davidson, all so many different 
Department 56 displays. And that was just one room. Plus, they had one room of just prefab Christmas trees, unlike anything I've seen. Probably 40 to choose from. They had another room that was just lights. I mean, you could thousands and thousands of Christmas lights. I don't think there's anything, if you were searching for something for your holiday decorations, that you couldn't find at that Christmas store. It was so large. They had so... I mean, here we are. We're in May, almost June, so we're in summer. And it puts you in the holiday spirit going into this Christmas store. And we got a deal where we had found something that we had not seen before, so we were able to make a purchase. Had it shipped home with free shipping. We had a promo, which means we also didn't have to pay sales tax, and it was on sale. So leave it to me to find a bargain when we're traveling. It was amazing. There's also uh, some pretty pretty taggy stores. Oh, my word. We went to this place called uh, the Three Bears General Store. Wow. Yeah, this thing had <laughs> everything. What's amazing is right now as we're recording this, the fidget spinners are so popular. And there are signs everywhere for fidget spinners. And I was like, wow, people are quick to capitalize on that fad. Well, yeah. Plus, I mean, another big thing here is that you can get anything spray painted. So if you want a t-shirt that's been, you know, spray paint art or a hat, this is your go-to place. We've seen at least a dozen stores that have that featured. That's right. It also reminds me, speaking of shopping, inside Dollywood is Dolly's Closet, where you can buy clothes that are Dolly Parton style. So a lot of sort of sexy business suits. Big earrings. Lots, yeah, lots of chunky jewelry. Um, and there are, by the way, um, Dolly is all about home and family and faith and you spending their money there. But um Someone asked if they had uh, Dolly Parton bras or anything like that. And sort of the jokes, like when Carrie and I were kids about, you know, Dolly Parton and her her large chest, there's none of that. She's branded herself as Faith and Family and, and the Smoky Mountains. So there's really none of that sort of sassy sexiness that was part of Dolly's persona years ago. No, you're hard-pressed to even find a sh- like to find anything that has her body even showing on it. They had one t-shirt that's from about mid-chest level up of her smiling, but that's about it. Otherwise, everything's very, very family-oriented here. Which is fine. I'm just pointing that out, that Dolly is, has moved on and gone in a different direction. And they're not going to let you make a mockery of it. <laughs> Let's touch base back. Speaking of mockery, uh, Three Bears. Oh, gosh. This <laughs> store is like a general store on acid in the sense that it has everything in there. There's everything including three bears there's yes they have live bears that you can go see and there's a feeding schedule by the way but there's an arcade upstairs and there there's clothing and they photos old (laughs) old time photos everywhere here in pigeon forge uh but there's just so many products you need to go into this store to experience it because it's got it's got uh, licensed football merchandise. Fudge. <laughs> they, Why? I don't know. They make their own fudge, but they do. They were advertising you could go back and get a free sample of fudge, and they had a special on fudge. They've got a huge snack bar with, uh, they. I don't think it was Slurpees or Icy's. It was some other frozen. Knockoff brand. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even Icy's. Slush puppy. <laughs> Something. But uh, definitely for quite an experience, go buy um, three bears. And they do feed the bears multiple times a day. And if you want to go see them, I think it was like $3.50 or something. 
or something. But those kind of things make me uncomfortable, so I couldn't bear to go out there. I didn't know that they still did that. Uh, growing up in the Northwest, when we were kids, there was a store called the B&I that had the famous gorilla Ivan, who was in this cement cage, and he was so miserable, and you can't blame him. He's passed on. They moved him to a zoo in Atlanta, but... All of these different stores. There's one that says live sharks. And you're yeah. going to the see. world's largest alligator. Yeah, go in and see the alligator. And I was like, some of this is just a throwback to a different time. Oh, yeah. It's total like 1960s and 70s, you know, theming of how it used to be when you're thinking of I Drive or you're thinking of Route 66. <laughs> and they're new buildings, but it's just this old way of having these live animals, I guess, is a draw to to go see so that was that was kind of different well and also other dinner shows i mean there are probably another half dozen dinner shows in the area everything from morning gospel shows to afternoon and evening dinner shows there's the hatfields and mccoys there were so many different dinner shows to choose from and there are concerts uh there's a guy who does a red skeleton impersonation there's a tribute to patsy klein <laughs> yes. uh yeah there's a ton of different entertainment options that you will not get bored there is so much stuff to do and like i said it's all pretty reasonably priced yeah i think it's a great it's a great four or five day trip i mean it would be a perfect you know perfect experience and again come in a lot less expensive if you're looking at something on a less expensive uh family vacation or just a weekend getaway from you know pretty much anywhere especially coming off the east coast if you could drive yeah i would say a perfect vacation would be maybe like we did maybe do a couple of days at Dollywood, do a day at the theme park, and you could do a day just bumming around a Parkway looking at all of the touristy stuff. Yeah, and maybe if you wanted to go over to Asheville to check out all the arts artisans and everything that they have to offer on that and pick up another state while you're at it. Yeah, you could do Gatlinburg, you could do the, the outlet mall, but yeah, I think... I think that's a good way to do it. Um, do two days Dolly, maybe a day at the water park, and then another day exploring and doing whatever. That makes for a perfect trip. Uh, who would you recommend this for? I would recommend it for just about anyone. I mean, if you like music, if you like theme parks, if you like roller coasters, roller coasters I mean, I think it's pretty much for everyone and anyone. And the only thing I wouldn't recommend it is if you were somebody that was not real able-bodied it's kind of a park that is built on a bit of a slope i mean you can get your motorized scooters up the hills but even a couple of the sections of the park say that they aren't allowed because they are too steep to go up so that would probably be the only thing but you could stay in the lower portion of the areas and still go to tons of shows well i think when it comes to entertainment when it comes to price point when it comes to variety I think this place stacks up with about any with with Orlando or Anaheim or Las Vegas or anything really. Oh, absolutely, especially when you consider how expensive Las Vegas is for eating and and drinking nowadays. Here we found everything to be very inexpensive. Theme park price for food was good. Plus when you get outside the theme parks, all the regular restaurants are super inexpensive here. The cost of living is less expensive here and so th- therefore they don't gouge their view their uh their guests because they're not going to pay it so everything ends up being less even gas it's a dollar less a gallon here in tennessee than it is where we live in the northwest <laughs> so what about flights here are the flights expensive um you just gotta kind of watch them knoxville's a, ch- a harder one because there's not a lot of direct service nashville i found to be pretty inexpensive because southwest flies into it so they have competition 
but it would really depend where you're coming from. So if you kind of sourced it out and you don't mind doing the drive and it pairs nicely with going to Nashville, it would work out quite well. You could do two nights in Nashville and then head up on up here and do like we did just to save yourself some money because Knoxville will tend to be a little bit more on the expensive side. Any thoughts as we wrap it up? No, I highly recommend it. I think it's an excellent value. And I think as we look back and what we've done and the experiences we've had over the last couple of days, we've had a really great time and we've fallen well within budget. I am pleasantly surprised. I like the service level. I like the amenities. I like the infrastructure as far as this new hotel here. Uh, Dollywood, the upkeep is tremendous. Uh, and I think, like I said, the, the price point, you just can't beat it. The people are friendly. I had a, a tremendously pleasant time. I can't wait to come back. Exactly. So I think for uh, this week, uh, Pigeon Forge, Parkway, the outlets, <laughs> uh, the Dixie Stampede, Dolly Splash Country, and uh, Dollywood, I think we declare it the best trip ever this week. <laughs>